go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Unclick Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Since I started this podcast, I've talked to you about being on here, and it's taken till the second season, now doing it with Fudger and RBMX, but we have Brad Sims on Unclicked. Welcome to San Diego, and welcome to the podcast, Brad. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate you inviting me on here. Yeah, thanks for coming down, and thanks, Justin. He's the new, fi- or I don't know if it's officially new, but you've been filming all the fit stuff lately, mm-hmm. too. So Since about January. Cool. So Justin's here sitting in with Brad. and uh, Yeah, I'm glad this happened because it was, I think comment-wise, it was definitely like, get Brad on the podcast, get Brad on the podcast. So I hit you up, and like literally like two weeks later, you, you flew in, kind of like, oh, fit needed a couple of things with you, and just kind of worked out, and, and we're here, so... Thanks for setting that up, Fudger and Brad. Thank you for coming. What's been up, man? We were hanging out a bunch a couple years ago when you were filming Christians and yourselves X Games Real BMX part, but I haven't seen you in a while. What's the the life of Brad like nowadays? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went to went to NorCal and we worked on a Real BMX part. And you were in San Diego a bunch. Yeah. But didn't you go with us for the one in two thousand nineteen as well to NorCal? Yeah. Yeah. When you did the roof to up rail, there was a lot of memories on that trip. And I drove by that massive wall ride that you did to pull back in um, uh, in your X Games part yesterday, and I was like, "God, I think it's so fucking huge!" Like the just the just the big bank to wall, like the seven foot bank, and then it's like you're like eight feet up to the pull back in, like like the one in Chula, the one yeah. in Chula, yeah, Wallzilla, Wallzilla, Wallzilla. yeah, <laughs> oh my god, dude. yeah. I hadn't seen that wall ride in forever, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" There's like there's Brad wall marks. And then somebody else like did the gap to wall and they're like six <laughs> feet under. I that swear. Photo, that photo looks fake. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, Brad did the wall ride. It looks like you put him ten feet higher, like Photoshop. <laughs> that was a challenge, man. That was probably one of the hardest things I had to do. Damn. Yeah. But for the most part, like, what's up with me, man? I've just been taking it one day at a time, just enjoying being on my bike every day, and just for you know, for a while, I was kind of angry. But a lot of things, just things, stuff just wasn't going the way I, at least I envisioned. And was that around the time when you're filming the video parts and getting medals and X Games like that time? And then, or was it a different era? Maybe about a year and a half. Yeah, I'll say about a year and a half ago. Just, I don't know what it was. Well, I knew what it was. I just felt like those times where you're kind of complaining. You're looking for excuses. You're blaming. And excuses and blame will always be there for you, like, no matter what. And I just couldn't figure it out, like, what do I need to do to make things come to fruition? So I just kind of sat there, honed in, honed down, and just kind of thought of an idea, like, what do I need to do? I was broke and have any money. But, you know, I started selling posters. Like, I hit up Cody York, and Cody... He gifted me a photo that I shot in Oregon about two and a half years ago. And he said, you can have this photo. I was like, well, thank you. So I spoke to Jeremy and Felice. He gave me the the information for a little place down in Austin. They made posters. So I ordered 50 of them. I didn't have much. I had a few, like a few hundred dollars to my name. So I ordered those posters, made a bunch of stories, and saw, uh, yeah, some autographed ones. People were buying them left and right. I was like, oh, wow. So I'm, like, I started earning some money. But I, I couldn't really figure out like, what to do with it, like how to put myself in position. So I just I saved that money. Then I moved back to Austin and started um, kind of just gradually started riding. So w- 
first, I have to apologize for the tree trimmers that are definitely going to be uh, on and off on this, on this episode. In the yeah, background. so but um, so this was all after X Games, correct? Like you, like because it, it feels like you've come in like waves. You know, like there's the the Hoffman and Target days, and then you were traveling around for a while, and and it seemed like. I think you you mentioned you didn't even ride for almost like a couple of years and then you came back and then the x game sings you were in that twice and you won fan favor you got a couple of medals and then it was another low and you're like kind of figuring out what you were doing is that is which that is that really phase? crazy because when you're invited to x games you know as someone you everyone you'd already like had a career before that and then it was like all right x Games that's going to put you back on the map you know like we were all hyped like dude this is you're going to get a medal in this it's going to blow the career back up like everyone knows like you're back you're down to film video parts and it was kind of like you got the x games money you got the medals but then you're back at this like what the hell like what do i do now you're selling posters <laughs> like yeah it, that was kind of it was, was supposed to set you up but all of a sudden you're like fuck what what's the next step yeah, I thought it was you know it's going to set me up and you know help my career out a bit more, but it, I don't know if it did or I don't know it definitely did. It did, but not to I guess not how I envisioned it. It would. didn't like set you up for yeah. it. Like it 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 was like oh it made me do well for a little while and then it was like back mm-hmm. to where it was right. So I guess I mean I kind of want to rewind a little bit because I feel like. I feel like talking about where you came from and and how you kind of got into this crazy travel routine really cues it up. Because, I mean, you are how old these days? 34. So, and you've essentially, and I, just by what you said, I was, one of my questions was like, was it calculated what you did? And apparently it was, but like, like going through that whole process of like where you were and getting on the covers of magazines and feature interviews and sponsored by Target and all that stuff is like important to lay out. I think, you know, so, um, usually I don't talk about, you know, where, you know, like, how'd you get into writing? Like, but like for you, I think, I think that's pretty important because I, I mean, I've heard you say like, essentially like, I don't think I would be alive or I would be in jail if, if it wasn't for BMX. Is that, is that a correct? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah. yeah. So you grew up in, in Maryland. Yep. Correct. And. I know your uncle got you into riding, and I you saw a post. Yeah, I saw a photo. You posted a photo of him recently, and I was like, I was like, damn, he's just uh, not, the Sims family is just gifted, just just fucking yeah, like brick every, houses. Everybody is. <laughs> everybody <laughs> everybody is. My, my bloodline, everybody's super built. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As far as that goes, I say yeah. Without BMX, yeah, I, I might be here, I might not. Definitely would not be sitting here with you all having this conversation right now. But, man, it's even it's kind of hard to talk about because it's so much. It's so, so just a lot of memories. Where to fo- where to yeah. start? Where to focus in on um, type thing? Yeah. We do want to start in the beginning because Fudger was saying we don't really ever start with anybody like how did it all start? But you do have like he, even before Target and Hoffman, Bulldog it was like bull, Bulldog. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. We can start in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I just think I don't know. I honestly, I know tidbits, but I don't. I mean, I've known you for 15 years or something, I, I feel like, right? Like, I remember. More than we, that. Yeah. Like uh, Saunders, still- Saunders and Binghamton or something like that. I think it was the first time I ever We're met you. staying in the hotel and I was yeah. snoring. You were snoring way too loud and you ruined my <laughs> night. And I remember I told you about I was, it and I was it was 15. like. I met you it, when I was 15. 15 Damn. Yeah. All right. So you were literally like, I just remember your face. You were More like, than half your life ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just gave me that typical like. 
what are you talking about? And I was like, what the fuck? I do remember that. I don't remember what I don't remember the hotel, but I was there riding. It was the yeah, fifteen and under. Wow. Kramer was riding, some other guy and <laughs> some yeah. other guy. Man. I mean you remember Kramer. Always. I remember Kramer. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. Scotty. Scotty won, I got second and it was just yeah. some wild contest. Yeah. But it was yeah, we stayed there. Ryan was in the room. Was he in there too? Um, maybe, yeah. But maybe, I, know, yeah. I know you let us sleep. You let us stay in your room. Yeah. And I ruined your night. Though <laughs> 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 I was full on freight train. No, nah, <laughs> it's all good. Um, so I guess like what was the town like when you where you grew up? Because I know it's Maryland, but it's not Baltimore. It's, is it outside of Baltimore? Yeah, I'm from Southern Maryland. I'm closer okay. to uh, uh, D.C. Okay, closer to D.C. More suburban areas, but we just kept. We moved around so much during my upbringing. Like my mother was never content with where we lived. I don't know why, but I think she experienced the same thing in her childhood. So it was constantly moving around from place to place. Yeah. So we just really never like, put our feet on the ground and stay anywhere. And, and then what? So you got into riding because I've asked you before, how come you traveled so much? And I like that story that. Everyone's like, why don't you ever go home? But once you started traveling and fell in love with it in the beginning of the career, you kind of just like were like, well, this is a better option for me, correct? To just to stay on the road and do the BMX thing instead of going back home where you felt like it might not have been that secure of a place for you. Well, yeah, that was part of it. it was family drama. Um, I just nothing was stable at home. And when I right when I started riding, not when I started riding, when I like, turned pro. Um, travel options open. The travel options open, and the per diem checks were there, so mm-hmm. I wasn't making much money. But the per diem checks were there with like filming and photos and stuff. Like just like get... if he was on the road for thirty days, then he got you know six hundred dollars in food or whatever oh, it is okay. back yeah. then. Yeah. So so these contests that I that I had no interest in riding. Like, oh <laughs> hey, you Brad, you want to go to Worlds? I'm like yeah, sure, send me to Worlds. And yeah. you know they give me five hundred dollars. That'd be for two weeks. So so instead of why well, go for the like, duration of the contest. Then I would end up flying back, so I'd have, you know, I had money for the month, mm. and I would do that repeatedly until, you know, things come until they got better at least, at least until they seemed to get better. Mm-hmm. But I would go back home, see the same thing, same people, hang around the same block, getting in trouble, and so you know, this isn't for me. You had this ticket out too that these people didn't. Yeah, exactly. So, like, where are your childhood friends these days? We'll be right back. Hey, sketch comedy fans. If you like unapologetically uncensored comedy, check out Instant Microwave Fuzz. Recorded every week, hot and fresh, and straight out of the microwave. Unscripted jokes, uncensored guests. You're going to have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun. You can find us on all the platforms under Instant Microwave Fuzz. Comedy made in an instant. Yeah, one actually moved to Austin uh-huh. not long ago, but for the most, most the majority of my childhood friends are in Maryland. Yeah. Some are in prison, some are, yeah, most of them are hanging out in Maryland. Yeah, same, doing the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, nah, some of them have, you know, socially norm jobs, mm-hmm. but some, yeah, some of them have, you know, normal lives. Some of them are living not so normal lives. Yeah, yeah. so you started traveling like crazy, and... 
as me being a young kid, just a fan, I would look at you like almost like you were a nomad. Like you'd be over in this country for that long, and then I'd just see like or see photos or video of you over in this country for that long. When did you start kind of just fully not going home and just realizing like I'm just gonna stay on the road? Because that was a time that was like a chapter of your life too. You've been to a hundred countries, over a hundred countries. Hundred four. I, I don't know anybody that's even come close that's to right. that. Hundred four. We know a lot of travelers, so you're on like another level of traveling. You know. That started, I wouldn't say not the first year, because the first year, the first year I got to really travel around was during, oh yeah, the first season of the X Games Street. So it was just, you know, go on one trip, go for X Games, come back home. So yeah, X Games, Dubai, Brazil, mm. Mexico. Oh yeah. So those were just short trips. I didn't really understand why everybody would would go to the contest. Then they immediately fly home afterwards. And I was like, why are we doing this? This doesn't make sense to me. Why am I not, well, I'm gonna fly the other side of the world and to ride a contest course and zip back. Like, yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't make sense to me, and not until I went to Germany and I met Sergio. Sergio, yeah, I asked me, "Hey, what are you doing after the contest? You want to come to Spain?" And I already had a round trip ticket. So well, I can't go back. I don't know if they'll rebook me a ticket. So I left. And from that day on, I said, "You know, I'm never buying a return ticket unless I absolutely have to go back home." Wow. Mm-hmm. So I think I was like 23. So the next time I um, next time I booked a ticket, I had, one way. No, I didn't. It wasn't a one way, but I just I just gradually worked, walked myself into it. So you know what? I'm gonna go for one month, and see how that works out. So I had them book me a ticket, you know, for like the fifth. And I was all right, fly me back at the end of the month. So I did that. So I just gradually. And you worked. had no plan. Nope. No. That was during that was during the MySpace era. Yeah. So I, I would because for, for for kids that don't know that was before Facebook. <laughs> Friendster, Friendster, nah, I never, yeah. yeah. I never so what? You would get like a ticket to a contest or a, a filming trip or whatever, and then after that, it was like go on MySpace and see if there's any kids around that or people, or you'd meet people because you were a kid at the too, time. Right? So I meet people at the contest. They would either invite me to their country or their country. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they invite me back. They invite me to their homes in their country, or we would. More I'd be on MySpace because you know you had your what was it like the top ten mm-hmm. whatever top eight. yeah yeah you got top to eight. you got to rank your friends in order did you have it? <laughs> oh yeah I yeah. loved MySpace <laughs> I lo- when it disappeared I got over it I was like I was a MySpace yeah. kid I like that so you had your top there and you had all these friend requests and random messages and people commenting on things and some like hey man you should come to Poland or come here or some of these, some of these places so I write them back okay cool. I'm coming. So I could. So I, <laughs> they booked me a flight. I'd fly to to Germany or Italy or somewhere. And while I was out there, I'd send those guys a message. Like, hey, man, if you want to come out here, hang out. I was like, all right, well, hop on a train straight over to that country. And I'd go stay with them. They would put me up for a few days. Then I would keep, I'd, I'd, keep, I'd do that for the whole month. And that's how I you know, built this huge network. I mean, that has to produce some awkward situations, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you don't know these people, but at the same time, it's like an amazing, amazing set of memories. You, you get have. it. Like, I mean, everyone else of, has to go home because they got whatever reason they're locked down to whatever back home. And you're just like, I'm not going back home because I'm going to the world's my home. And if you if you ever find yourself in a random country and you meet somebody and they're friendly and you feel safe about it. And they, you know, they invite you to their home for dinner and you feel safe. Of course, you know, if you don't feel safe, don't do it. But if, if you feel safe, 
fucking do it because it that is the realest experience that you'll mm-hmm. have. like the the times that i've ever had like a home-cooked meal at somebody's house in in japan or or chile or something mm-hmm. like that is like been like the coolest experience like you remember that stuff more than going on the top of some skyscraper and then looking down or something you know some touristy totally. stuff so mm-hmm. that is a, i mean and that's what you i mean you're in somebody's house that's how brad was living the whole yeah, time yeah you're in somebody's house Not and it's like it can't style. be it can't be comfortable they can't have a spare bedroom right like you're mm-hmm. sleeping on floors you're sleeping on <laughs> sleeping and using the cat as a pillow <laughs> i couldn't agree with you more but <laughs> not all the time. Yeah. I've stayed with rich kids. Oh, I've stayed okay. with beautiful kids, women. people that come from all different <laughs> socioeconomic <laughs> backgrounds. Some ugly women. I think probably one of the the wildest houses I stayed in was in, with uh, this guy, this guy Wendy mm-hmm. in, in Ethiopia, uh, Indonesia. Our friend Mesha flew into, flew into Jakarta, Indonesia. He picked me up, stayed in his house. He had just a you know, traditional house. You know, flushing, you know, we had plumbing and everything. Then we took a train all the way to Surabaya, Indonesia, which is like 20-some hours away. So we got there and walked into Wendy's house, and half of it was inside, half of it was outside. And I'm looking around, like, all right, this should, I guess this would be okay. Yeah. Like, it's got to be okay. It's the only place I have to stay. (laughs) So I'm laying on the floor, and a rooster runs by me. I'm like, (laughs) So rooster ran past my head, and I'm like, ah, man, okay, well, this is what I have to work with. Then uh, you, you, just, you never know what you're going to walk into. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to me, like, so much of our lives is, like, uh, is about control and controlling what you eat and controlling where you sleep and controlling. Insecurity. Yeah, like, and so, like, like, going into a situation like that, the unknown situation like you and 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 having to deal with it is like a a special special uh type of person you know like to be okay with it Mm -hmm. and to continue to be like yeah i'm I'm going in the unknown sorry the dog it's okay it's amazing the dog hates the tree cutters we have the perfect storm right now so the amount of memories you have compared to even myself as a traveler it's like just the shit you've done you've stayed in little yurts in mongolia and ripped around places i've never even had an opportunity to go to because i've never just like said yes to staying at some kid's house or some person's house and you've just ran with it and it's, it's easy to you know i mean nobody wants to be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable so constantly putting yourself in these vulnerable situations makes it easy for you to shy away from them yeah right. we went to yeah we went to mongolia just not only one rider there spoke english which is crazy yeah because Seldom does that actually happen. Usually, there's there's always somebody, there's right? somebody, a rollerblader around, a skater, some uh, somebody will speak English. And it's, it's Mongolia. It wasn't like any languages I was familiar with. <laughs> and we went out one day. We we're riding around with my friend Matt, and all these kids started pointing at me. It's like, oh, in Mongolia, these Mongolian riders actually know who I am. And they're like, you can hear them talking. It's just blah, 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 Brad Sims, blah, 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 Brad Sims. So I walk over and try to introduce myself. I'm like, hey, Brad. I'm like, Brad. That's it. They knew BMX English. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't actually know how to speak English. Yeah. They, you know, Barspin. They were like, ice pick up this 20-stair rail for us. <laughs> no, that's way too much. That was, that's, that's way too much. It was, it was just, Barspin, 180, Barspin, like X up or something. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know what's going on. but It's crazy. Yeah, you could, do you, any, you run into, 
the most either get into one of the most awkward situations or the best situation. But it's always a, a situation you, you can kind of navigate around. Yeah, you know, there's like there's positive and well, that's what I mean. It takes a, a certain type of person to navigate around it. Sometimes people just freak out. You know, like it, it's it, there's a lot of people out there that can't that don't travel well. You know, so. People from these first world countries too. They're very have very fluffed up lives, and they just don't know how to stay on someone's floor where their house is half indoor, half outdoor. You know, yeah. you should. It's a it's a great trait to be able to rough it a little bit mm-hmm. and become vulnerable and figure out situations that you have to navigate around. Have you ever been stuck somewhere, like in in, in a country where you didn't have enough money to get out or you couldn't access money? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's the story. Yeah, that's here. Um, this is when I, when I lived in Poland. I lived in Poland for about seven, eight months. And while I was there, this was during the time I was riding for Merit, this distributor from there sent me a message from Kazakhstan. He said, hey, Brad, we would love to have you over here. Can you come out? So I looked up online. Said, okay, I need a visa for Kazakhstan. Took the train to Warsaw. Went to the Kazakh embassy. This was probably the, the rudest uh person I ever met at a consulate before in my life. So he looked at me and he goes, what do you need? What do you want? I said, uh, I want to apply for a visa for Kazakhstan. He goes, why? Who's inviting you? Where's your invitation? He said, what's the number? Give me your phone. Show me the number. And he put the phone straight up. He called him immediately. Yeah. And they, they were speaking Russian. They were talking on the phone. They put the phone down. I said, okay, we'll fill out these papers. $200 and come back and get your visa. Like five $200 go to Kazakhstan seems like pretty steep. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, all the countries, and if you if you fly to Central Asia, you're going to pay money. You're going to for Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Turkmenistan, all the places. Are, all the stands. Yeah. Uh, no more ice in your coffee. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Am I bugging you? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, you're not. So got the got the visa. Flew out. So I was there. All the riders around. They're super psyched having a good time and two riders from Kyrgyzstan from Bishkek so Amati and Bishkek are only it's like a three hour drive not, not far away at all they came over they're talking to me hey Brad you should come to you should come to Kyrgyzstan like, Kyrgyzstan what's that like so they're like okay cool and while I was there I was talking to what's the guy's name I don't remember his name but he was just like some business guy he didn't ride but he was a businessman and that was his thing. He thought that he was just going to make a lose of money off of selling bike parts yeah. in Kazakhstan. And uh, Kirill, so he's a great friend of mine to this day. Yeah, Kirill said, yeah, you should come to, come to Bishkek. You can stay in my place. I was like, all right. He's like 17, and his parents are there, everybody. And while I was there, I asked the guy, oh, it's, it's uh, Stas. That was his name. I asked him, I said, hey, can I go from Kazakhstan to Kyrgyzstan on, on a single-issue visa? He said, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't be no problem. And I asked him two or three times. Then I called around asking people. So while I was there, I packed up my bags. So, you know, I'm going to pack all my things. I'm going to grab my laptop, all my belongings. And I left. It's like three days later. So I'll be back in two days. Went to Kyrgyzstan, stayed there for a week, filmed the video. Hmm. And I tried to cross back over into Kazakhstan. And the Border Patrol looked at me and goes, no, you can't go. So why not? He goes, well, you have a single-entry visa. I looked. I was like, oh, my God, this is. <laughs> I was like, now I'm in trouble. Yeah. 
was like my round trip ticket was booked out of out of Amati. I'm low on money, so I went right back to. I hopped in a taxi and went back to uh, Curio's house. They picked me up, and I said, I end, up having, I end up having to stay for a whole month in Kyrgyzstan because I didn't have any money. Yeah, I had to wait for my my pay, and that guy refused to. Uh, the guy uh, stars. Yeah, he yeah. Re- he refused to um, send me money for a new visa so I could go back into Amati to to catch my flight. So I ended up, yeah, I ended up staying there. Kirio didn't speak much English at the time, so I stayed there and took a private lesson class in Russian so I could communicate with him. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this, man. I can't walk around with you all day long and have bike talk. It was just, Brad, uh, bar spin? Bar spin? <laughs> he just wanted to communicate, but that was all he had. Yeah. yeah. I was like, man, my stomach hurts. Yeah. Not ice pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it feels like an ice pick. And I was like, I, you know, I need to do something else. So are you riding all the time? What do you do for that month? Like what? Oh, I was riding. I filmed a video. If you remember, there's a video of him. I think it was all it was an all in black and white. Uh-huh. And it said Brad in Eastern Europe. Okay. There was like one clip filmed, two clips, two or three clips filmed in Serbia, one in Poland, and the rest was filmed in Kyrgyzstan. So is this all just cell phone stuff? What is it? Who's no, I, I had a little. You had a camera? I had a DSLR and this guy Will there. He had one. Okay. So he helped film. Because yeah, I remember. I remember at some point that you were definitely hanging out with a guy that could actually film, mm-hmm. and you were you were putting some stuff out, and it was really cool. Um, but I guess, uh, I mean, we could. I mean, you probably got enough random ass stories to fill the entire day for sure. <laughs> but what what effect do you think all that travel had on your career as a as a pro rider? I think in some way, now, yeah, in some ways, it hurt my career in a way because people looked at me and they they questioned my they questioned my my work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, he's sponsored, he's out riding, or he might be riding. He's just in some far off country, hanging out, drinking pina coladas, and doing nothing. So no one really kind of knew what was going on, but it was that wasn't a thing. I was out riding, meeting riders, any and everywhere. My bike was always with me. It doesn't matter where I go, my bike is with me. So I, yeah, I just I think it, it people didn't trust my my work ethic. I think it made you bigger as like a worldwide professional because kids saw you in real life. You were everywhere in the world. But we've had this conversation before where sponsors started to think like, oh, if we sponsor Brad, he's he's the man. He films the dopest clips. He's cool. Everybody likes him. But if we sponsor him, he might disappear over in Asia for yeah. three months. And damn it, like, you know, his paycheck's going to be for traveling because they just didn't get what you were doing. So what kind of led you back to, like, ending that and deciding, like, all right, well, I need to be a little bit more home-based so people can, like, have trust in me that I'll back their, their companies? Or was that the reason why you kind well, of— Well, yeah, before, did you feel that from sponsors, I guess? Yeah, I felt it because people would ask me, "Well, if you're going, are you going to be around for a trip?" And I was like, "Yeah, well, when it's a trip, if it's in August and it's March, why do I need to be in the U.S. right now?" Yeah, the trips in Mar- trips in August. Yeah, it's March. So yeah, I, I did. I felt it, and um, there was a one of the most difficult things was during. Or just filming, having somebody do consistently film, and this was—I don't even remember what, what was the. Uh... <laughs> you live too much. You don't remember. 
No, there's just two different questions coming from both of you. Oh, yeah, sorry. Well, I, I don't even he, know my question. I was listening now. <laughs> well, I just wanted to see. I, I was curious if you had that feeling from sponsors, you know, whether it was Hoffman or Merritt or, you know, anywhere along the line, like if you were feeling that sort of vibe, like, like hey, you know, we love you, but you're out in, in uh, one of the stands and we have no idea, like, your ticket back is, is $3,000 to go to a trip in SoCal, like, like it's kind of hard, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I've, that type of thing. I've definitely blown it on a few trips, yeah. that's for sure. Or there's times where I use my own money. I flew back. It's like, well, I chose to come out here. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out. There's, there's no reason why I shouldn't fly myself back unless yeah. you are going to do a trip in the country that I'm already in. Was a like what was the what was um, so I guess also I mean it's, I feel like we're jumping around a bunch so I apologize but so you had the target days where they had a crazy travel budget and they sent you off to the worlds and and stuff like that and then so then for a little while you that how long did that last? Target was Hoffman Target that I think that lasted for I want to say. Two and a half, three years, maybe. The target thing. What was? How much was that travel budget? Was it unlimited? No, no. it was it was fifteen thousand dollars. Okay. When people people heard about me having a, like a big travel budget, I felt like that made it almost impossible for me to pick up a new sponsor after that. Hmm. They looked at me mm-hmm. and they said, "Okay, well, if we put on if we sponsor Brad, he wants some astronomical uh, amount of money for for travel." And that wasn't the case. I was never it. I, I never cared about having some massive travel budget. Like, if you want to give me money to travel and go to the places, cool. If not, I'll do it on my own. And so each company I would hit up, it's like, no, no, no. I've been told no by probably, I don't know, 90% of companies in BMX. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's crazy because you had like an, this such one of the longest street careers ever. Mm-hmm. And... I, I seriously think it's just that people just thought you were going to disappear on them. But now that you've come home, that's or not come home, but back domestic and you've been here, you're starting to pick up some dope sponsors. And I feel like companies, every company is looking at you now, but that took a whole different approach. And I guess that kind of takes us to this new mindset and where Brad's at and every day just putting content out in front of people and being like, look, motherfuckers, I'm riding. Because <laughs> you've always been doing it, but now it's like you got the, the Instagram. It's just been like this constant cell phone coverage and going out and getting clips every day yeah i had to go through a mind shift change yeah let's talk about that that's pretty crazy that whole well well, why did you come back why did you stop (laughs) traveling sorry why did you stop like we're jumping back yeah like i just want to know why you stopped like why did it why did you come to austin i went to austin to film um the the first time i went i went to austin to film a, a bar promo for Merritt. okay and i just decided like, I wanted to ride my bike. And it was easier. It's easier for me to be in Austin than out here in Cali. I didn't have, I had yeah one sponsor, no, two sponsors. I was riding for a White House. White House, yeah. And Merritt and 50-50s there as, as well. But I didn't have the means to, to travel around anymore. I was just kind of broke. Yeah. And, and Austin, that's the second BMX mecca in the U.S. So... Why not go back to Austin? And is that that kind of leads us back to the posters thing, right? Like that's where that's where you did the posters. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm broke. I'm 
going to try and finagle something. I'm going to try and make something work then. And then did the Instagram thing come like kind of when you got to Austin and you're like, oh, I'm just. Instagram. Uh, I had to think about that for me. I took a minute because I, I had I had to struggle. I struggled with Instagram at the beginning, like at the at the genesis of it, because I didn't just start posting bike clips on there. Not for a long time. I was most just posting uh, travel photos. Yeah. So, and that was, it's almost like right now the BMS community, like I don't remember there be, I guess, I guess at the beginning there was like a, a decorum for how you presented your bike riding or whatever on Instagram. Like we would put your mediocre clip, uh, clips and the bangers would be saved for there. But people forget that Stevie and Chad were posting tweet bangers back in the day. Tweet bangers? Like on Twitter. Mm. They were tweeting like, oh. clips. Do you remember that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't remember that, but. I on. do. I mean, if you were really on, I was like, so this is what's going on. Like, people are really. They posting. just weren't saving shit. No, no, they weren't. So I sat down for a minute and I thought to myself. Like, well, Chad was. Chad was working on full parts was, and not he, posting them. He was, but he was also posting other clips. Posting wild clips on <laughs> on Twitter, yeah, Instagram, everything. So I sat there for a minute. And, and I, Chad kind of still does that. Like his his level on Instagram is just as gnarly as like mm-hmm. as a lot of stuff on on video too. Well, if we're gonna talk about that though, he does have that. Uh, he does have a. He's a balance. He has a balance. Yeah. He knows what he's doing with each thing because he'll post like the craziest skate park clip ever, but he doesn't consider himself a professional park rider. So yeah. that's just you know. I'm sure but, there's a hierarchy to it. Yeah, yeah he yeah. definitely. But Brad, you've had like a completely different mindset on it to where you're like, all right, I filmed these video parts. They've got me medals in their banger parts doing my craziest shit. And now I'm selling fucking posters. What? And then it seemed like it got the ball rolling in your head of like, what am I going to do now? Am I going to work a job or am I going to do something else in BMX that can get me shine? Yeah. Yeah, the gears turning. And uh, yeah, I sat there for a minute. And so while I was like going through that mind shift change, that's when I got dropped from merit. I got dropped from merit. After all this, you're probably just like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? Like, so I'm thinking, all right, oh, I medal, you know, another X Games medal. Two years in a row, fan favorite. Two, yeah, two years in a row. All right, well, yeah, Mike and I had a conversation. We talked, and there's no, you know, I, don't, I wish them all the best. But he, he said to me, all you do is post old shit and you're difficult to work with and when he said that that was just that was pretty brutal to hear especially from a long time friend yeah that was that was the last straw and i said you know what if that's what that's how you feel watch what the fuck i'm going to do and you take a man my whole life i've been i've been in so i've been in sick and then you did it i've been in survival mode my whole life but i never had a plan so i said you know i'm gonna implement a plan and I'm gonna go with my. I go with my determination, my will. Like I'm in, intrinsically motivated. I don't need to extract any kind of motivation from anybody. I love watching everybody ride. I have plenty of favorite riders, but I don't need one drop of inspiration from anybody. When it's time for me to go, it's time to go. So the day after Christmas, I went out. I went out. So I'm giving myself six months. If I can't make it happen in six months, I'll go off. I'll fade out. I'll become. I'll ride my bike. I'll just be like a weekend warrior, or whatever. Get a normal, normal job, 
kick off that bodybuilding career. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, <laughs> that's, that's that's fucking sick, though, dude. That, like, just you're like, like, hey, this is this is Brad 3.0. I'm gonna fucking do it for six months. If it works, like, like you know, hell I'm, yeah. I'm, if not, fuck it. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna think about the outcome. Yeah. I'm just gonna work, and I know it's gonna make me a stronger person. You know, throughout the journey and. I just worked. I went out every day. I still go out. If I go out, I don't care. We can go out right now, and I'll find something. I'll probably do it. And I didn't have a filmer. Just whoever was with me. We had a camera. You knew something about. They knew how to. If you know how to point a camera at me, and you could follow me for twenty five feet. I'll let you film. I had a random lady at a park one day film something for me. She was there with her kids. She's like, excuse me, can you film this for me? She's like, yes. All right. I was like, this is what I'm going to do, and she filmed it. That's amazing. That's awesome. Literally everybody is a cameraman these days though, yeah. with the cell phone. So mm-hmm. that's where you're obsolete, Justin. And it's amazing, Happens. dude. I've had some <laughs> some core BMXers be like, that's crazy what Brad does. But man, like, I want to see video parts from him. And I go, look at what he's doing. And I said that thing. I was like, he's got medals in X Games. He's put out bangers. He's been on every trip. And he still wasn't getting what he deserved because of whatever the misconceptions were about you from the past, the traveling where you've had 90% of the company say no. And look what, look what you did. You went on Instagram. You just said, fuck it. I'm going to film the clips I want to film and I'm going to put them out. I'm not going to think about any sort of brackets of what clips go where. And you go Mm -hmm. out with Justin and make video parts. So it's like, and I explained that to him and they're like, holy shit. Okay. Like that does make sense. I'm like, yeah, look at it. Look at the bigger picture, what he's doing. And he's like the fan favorite. Everybody loves you. Everybody always did. But now with this Instagram thing, it's like I have friends. They're like, who should I follow on BMX? And I'm like, check this guy. And they're like, oh, I already, I already follow him. <laughs> and they're not even bike riders. You know, like my That's friend from Oakland was about. like, I know this guy. Yeah. My friends always send me videos of him. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, dude, you're big. Yeah. Like I purposely wanted to, like that was the plan. I, like, I want to, people, think, okay, oh, he must be saving something. I'm like, No, I'm not saving anything. Like, if I see it, I want to do it. Like, I'm going to purposely blur the lines of what it means to, if you guys, if you feel like you want to throw your mediocre clips online, then keep doing it. But I know when I, the dudes that I follow, I don't follow them, I follow them because they're my friends, but also I follow them because they do dope stuff. You don't follow, I don't think people just follow you because you, um, because you, you post mediocre clips because you don't. You post bangers. You want to see dope stuff. I'm not gonna. I don't just follow a guy because he does feeble grinds on a small ledge, one eighties or whatever. You follow crazy accounts, yeah. You know, unless they're your friends. So, I want to talk about like the writing itself, like because I feel I feel like it was it's definitely you, but I feel like it's like a new version of you. You know, like like you've always been such a, a powerful writer, but like. The st- you know, just like the the nose wedge stuff on benches and like and like even bringing it back to like the parts he was filming with Christian, they were like you'd sit there for an hour and just boom send a banger. And now it's like you've just kind of seems like you're doing the craziest shit, but it's just natural and fun to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's just like it's just stuff that it's like organic and but a bit refined but still creative and yeah, it's stuff that like you find a six foot tall rock and you're like oh that's my spot. Yeah, <laughs> instead of like disaster five this thing, you know <laughs> yeah. like. Like it's just how Dennis said. Like it's something that that you don't necessarily need to ride BMX to go. Like that was fucking impressive. Exactly, and I think that's authentically you too. You say you have all these 
people you think are dope and but you don't have anybody that you look at and like oh i gotta go do that that's why you can tell with your writing it's so authentic and you think that's do you just see these things and it's just natural or is it like you go out thinking like all right i want a disaster this rock or manual 180 up and over this six foot fucking thing i see those things i see people and i think i take from every i take from like i'll steal from every any and every rider i see I'll just take something. Just inspiration, you. you know. Mm-hmm. You just take a little I, inspiration. I see it stealing. He's yeah. saying stealing. No, inspiration. <laughs> you can take it, but as I look at it more. What's uh, what's Picasso said? Um, he said, "Good artists copy, great artists steal." Mm-hmm. So if I take something from you, I'll make sure I try to embroider on it to make it. So I try to re-engineer it to make it work for me. So I took it from you. Well, I, I, well, it was like a bit of inspiration. Like I grabbed it, but I might take it to the street. It may never, never and, uh, hasn't been done in the street, so I'll do take it there or somewhere else. It's just I think I just found a way to okay. re- reinvent myself without having to do gnarly stuff all the time. Like the way I rode for rode rode during um, Mexican videos is not how I really want to ride. That's more of an act. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can ride that way, but the, how I'm riding right now is the best version of me. Mm. And that's how I kind of found a new wave of just reinventing myself. That's beautiful. It's like even with the real BMX stuff, I could tell you can do all that stuff, but it was almost driving you crazy. Like just having to find like 10 or 15 bangers every six months. Like it was nuts by the end of it. Like you were just dangerous. It's dangerous. You're looking at crazy shit and you thought you like you had to do it for a gold medal. Would you would you go back now if you had a, a second chance of like a video contest to ride more authentic like the stuff you post on Instagram or would it be back to like alright I'm doing this again oh, if I went back for a third video it would be more more tech gnarly yeah. more the stuff that just makes you question like, what's possible that's yeah. what you're doing right that's now too yeah. that's what I would go for because the risk is there but it's low but it's me doing tricks that you don't no one really thinks no one would think well, the risk Possibly. is low for you because that's your shit. That's your mm-hmm. specialty. But for me, if I tried any of that, I'd be like, oh, that's yeah, that's how melted. I get hurt. <laughs> like, like, stuff the, that, like when I, none of that makes sense to me. It's like the, do you remember like the post when it, the manual tap gap to wall? Mm-hmm. Yep. It would be more stuff like that or like big G turns over rails. I would just kind of Which to you, like you said, that, that up. It's, it's a lower level of risk, but that's just because I think that's exactly what you mm-hmm. do. And when you were trying to like grind hard 180 into a little hole in San Francisco when it was freezing cold, it was like that's you were just pushing oh it. God, I was getting that was insane, melted. dude. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Like, it was that, this grind that footage come out. I think the fall came out maybe. The, the slams are out. Yeah, it yeah. was this grind hard 180, and like literally, he, oh. it's like a 20 stair, and he was yeah, gonna yeah. land it. Like the rollout would have been pulled in this little hole when you were in this just, room. It was yeah. so <laughs> small. I was like, dude, that's I mean, the grind this, this hard. This room is huge. This room is huge. Maybe. Um, but yeah, you were doing stuff like that where I was like sitting there watching, just like, dude, I want to. I, w- I would try and help pump you up, but at the same time, I'm like, this is insane, this Brad. Is like, this is like idea. literally a stunt. But I knew yeah. he could do it because I've seen him do shit where I'm like, I don't know if that's possible. And he just does it like the manual tap 180 on that thing. Yeah, exactly. I remember running up and being like, you fucking got this. And you just. I was count. like, shh. Everybody, I was like, don't say nothing. But I kept saying stuff. <laughs> no, you didn't say it after the first try. Okay. Then, but yeah, we sat. We sat there. I was like, "Please, like nobody say anything." He's he's his his approach to things is really cool. It's like he'll just sit there. It's like he almost meditates on it for a long time, and you're like, "I don't think he's gonna do this." And then, boom, 
go for it. Like after running up to it a hundred times and just like, it's not like you're freaking yourself out. He just, just figures it out and then you're ready for it. And it's hard for me not to go up and like amp you up because that's how I am. Like, dude, get this, Brad, you got it. You're just like, I'm going to do it when I'm going to do it. (laughs) I'm down there like, oh, you got it, man. (laughs) Um, Going back to the writing itself, do you think that there's some of the stuff you put out, you're thinking about you're for you're disregarding what core bmx would like you know like sometimes i feel like some of it's like like i said the core kids were confused when i when they were bringing up brad like how how is he just posting this stuff every day like where's it well like you know like there's stuff where i'm trying to think like something's almost like trials-esque yeah like well i mean he but that's what i mean that's always been brad i remember Mm -hmm. when um what's the danny maccaskill like when his very first video, like the the very first one, of course, I was being a fucking hater. And Danny Maxwell is awesome. Like I've actually mm-hmm. met him; he's amazing bike rider. I've met him in person; he's super fucking cool. But like when the first video first came out, I was like, Brad could do all of that stuff. Like it, Brad could do every single clip in this video. For people who don't know, too, Fudger is BMX or die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that so, would like that. Yeah, I love all I the love, sports, I but love Fudger, everything. Fudger, he'll I love have everything. Some... <laughs> <laughs> I love everything. He is BMX salt. Uh, no, I'm not salt. No, <laughs> BMX salt. I'm BMX. not salty about it. It's anything. a good thing BMX needs no, it. I love BMX more than anything else. That's exactly. that's not salty. Yeah. No. Um, but, I, but it was hate, like. Hate but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't hate anything. Hate is such a strong word. No, you don't. Get me me off the (laughs) Yeah, I do this to Fudger sometimes. Uh, I know it's going to come up eventually. Uh, So you brought up the fact that it was like kind of trials-esque but that's always that's always been in your wheelhouse you know like like when the Danny Maxwell video came out it was like I saw stuff that Brad could do and like the way it was the way it was done I was like Brad could do all of that stuff like it and and so it's it seems like it's like a plus like I don't know. I don't know how to ask the question, but I just feel like sometimes some of the stuff you're like, I know, I know this trick will do well on Instagram. Oh, I know exactly how to play with that. Like, like, hey, this isn't necessarily cool, but I know this will do well on Instagram. And like, so you're disregarding, you know, uh, fucking rat kids going to send you a text and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, but like, I feel like sometimes it's like a feat of athleticism, even more so over like, perfect. Thank you. Bike riding. You know what I mean? I'm glad you sat down. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, I will purposely do something just because I know it'll create an uproar. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't, it's not. I would never put it in my put it in a video part. Yeah, but you know, like to say, it's social media, Instagram, you know, whatever. So I'll throw it on there. Um, I've had people call me an Instagram writer. Yeah, like writers that have blown up. I'm like, mm, you came up during the Instagram era. Like, how can you call me an Instagram writer yeah. when, I mean, without Instagram, I wouldn't know who you are. Exactly. There are a yeah. lot of, yeah. n- lot of three quarters of the new generation. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know three quarters of the new generation without Instagram. Yeah, that's just the that's where mm-hmm. things are. And, yeah. and that's pretty funny to call you an Instagram writer when you've done it through props, through DVDs, mm-hmm. through yeah. old shit. You know, where mm-hmm. there was no the magazines, everything where you didn't you didn't hear about anybody until the next part came out and the next magazine photo came out. So I can call you an everything kind of writer. You've done you've done all chapters of it. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I'm like, all right, that's how you feel. Yeah. If you take out my Instagram article. I mean, there's always going to be people that, you know. Honestly, that's a know, compliment. That like, cool. That, 2020, that like, video parts. You know, Dustin loves video parts. I've been on Rofuls, and I've done blowing up my Instagram yeah, now. Yeah. So 
middle so, finger up to that. I love parts. I love it all. Yeah. You know, I just knew that I had to do something, so I did it. Yeah. And and Shit. Instagram gives you immediate gratification. So what was the result? And how did that six months pass without anything to happen? Like what, how did it, how did it come to fruition that, that you're still here instead of, instead of being a weekend warrior? During the time I thought, I was, you know, I'll, I'll ride and I won't think about the outcome mm-hmm. as much. I'm just going to do the work, keep riding and see. At first I, I, I was working just to see if, Somebody would come and, you know, probably get some phone calls, some emails, messages. But nothing was happening. I was like, well, I was like well, this is kind of weird. So I stopped thinking about it. So I stopped thinking about it. That's when uh, I was really reaching out to people and not much was going on. Then I was, I was riding around with Tom a bunch. And Tom was just throwing stuff over to, to fit. They were mm-hmm. sort of talking. So, yeah, big shout out to Tom. Tom, Tom Dugan, you know, mm-hmm. and other everybody who was in a, like in a position of power, riding for his company, is like, man, you should have this, you should have that. But nobody was actually ponying up. No, not yeah. at all. Tom, Tom, Tom stood up, and you know he, but I mean, he can't. He made it happen. Yeah, he can't. He couldn't. He can make it happen. I mean, you can only. He presented them an opportunity, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they, they took the ball, they ran with it. Nice. And so that's what happened in, in May. I picked up Fit, and things have been going great. And some some other cool things in the works that you'll all be hearing about in the near future. Awesome. So I'm, things are coming. I'm and interested. That, and that's got to be encouraging for kids listening because you hear kids say they get so discouraged, like, I put out two video parts, and all their friends are like, why isn't he coming up? Brad Sims. It was having trouble looking for sponsors at one point, you know, like kids, it's, it's a small little niche world. Like you can do it, but you've even had to keep putting in work over and over again to revamp the career. It's like, it's not that easy. It's a small little no, world, you know, difficult, incredibly. Difficult. And it should be difficult. It should. There's a reason why you're getting paid to have fun. So yeah. to get up there, you got to, it's, it's hard work. Yeah. It's a reason why you're, <laughs> you're sponsored. You know, if I would look around and every sponsored rider was, mediocre I'm like, well then i started questioning but when i see i see you i'm like yeah i know why dennis is there Thanks. when i see this guy i'm like yeah i know why he's shooting photos for nat geo or whatever <laughs> you know you know you see the work the work is there yeah. you know you're not looking smart just he oh he just does feeble grind to me on eight of curbs like i have questions then <laughs> good <laughs> point know? yeah yeah when you look around you're in the van you're like you get out of the rail and you're like Everybody I'm on this trip with is fucking sick. Like, you know, it's cool. And that's and there's really sick kids that aren't sponsored yet, but it takes it takes consistency, throwing it in people's mm-hmm. faces, video parts, Instagram, like you gotta just show that you're not here for a year or two and you're gonna be over it, you know, because there's been so many people like that. Do you think you're a better writer now than you've ever been in your entire life? Do 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 uh, <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I honestly like how how Brad takes a minute and really thinks Me about too. it. I think it's, I think it's cool. He's still thinking. <laughs> not at everything. No, I think I'm a better street rider now. Yeah, I'm not. I think. Uh, I think you haven't you haven't done a tail of like eight feet out of a quarter no. in a while. I was a better all around rider six years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm a much better street rider now. But you probably feel, do you feel better on your bike? Do you feel like you have more control than ever? You know, like I think just long going, I'm going in the direction of like longevity and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm older than you and I don't feel better anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. I feel like I peaked out a little, but I just need to ride more and more. No, I feel great. But during the first from, man, I'm glad you, you brought that up because when I first started going out and filming those clips every day from like after Christmas, it took, I want to say four and a half, maybe five months for my body to stop being sore. Mm. So you're just breaking through the soreness and getting another one and getting another one. And now I, I, I'm fine. I feel good. But it took me yeah, four and a half, five months of just riding every day uh, at that level. And kids think that most riders go out. The dudes that are sponsored are out dropping hammers every day. That's not the case. But I was out riding seven, eight hours every day, and it took a toll on me. Yeah, I'm sure. But after, like I said, after like five months, it was gone. I just woke up one morning, my body was like no longer sore. <laughs> You've turned into like a calloused yeah. machine yeah. and I can't get sore I got, anymore. I, yeah, I would get up in the morning, I'd stretch, I'd do something. I'm like, man, nothing's working, nothing's working. But then finally, it just, everything just kind of just went away. That's cool. Has uh, has Instagram thing produced any like weirdness? You know, like have you gotten like uh, mattress deals or mud water or like do you get, because I don't remember you posting anything like that. And I feel like if you were... You know, in the beginning, if you were selling posters to make some money and, like, some stuff like that was coming up, that I feel like you you would have probably done it if you needed that, if that that money presented itself. And I feel like... I've had some weird stuff come to me. I've had nicotine companies offer me stuff. I've had a lot of money. I'm like, oh, my God, I do not smoke cigarettes. Yeah. I don't... Like, yeah, I could use $10,000 right now. I'm like, no. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to turn this down. Um, but, like, cigarette companies... Um, cigarette companies? I've never heard of that one. You get cigarette companies at you up? No, Rick Thorne's on a vape company though, so that's like the, mm. the similar thing okay. I've heard. And he gets yeah, paid vape. really yeah, good. Yeah, I guess vape. But he yeah. actually likes yeah. vaping, so it's yeah. it's organic for him. Yeah. He, he vapes and reps it, but okay. you not smoking would be. <clears throat> yeah, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. That vape, vape stuff. Uh, you, you never posted any of that. So you know, like I always think of like you know, there's a couple of dudes that like got free mattresses and stuff like that, and it's like oh, yeah, Nathan got oh, yeah, Nathan, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean like Colin too and stuff like that. I'm not knocking anybody, but like I always, I always think of like I'll fuck it too. Yeah, mattress, yeah, yeah. yeah. mattress sponsor, mattress company, especially for Nathan because he's so chill and he doesn't really care about any of that stuff. He's Ma- such like a raw rider. He's like Matt, hell yeah. yeah. Mattress. <laughs> yeah. Like, Imagine if we were like sponsored sleep, by a, like a mattress company. I was like, thanks for coming, Brad. Here's your free mattress. Everybody. Walk through to get a little bit. <laughs> that'd be sick. <laughs> a sponsor to stoke the guest out. I like that idea. Yeah, Any great. mattress companies yeah. listening, we yeah. could <laughs> Justin and Brad. We could hook them up after yeah. this. <laughs> I need California King. California, California King. King. There right. we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just I'm, I felt like if you were at you know uh, I wouldn't say a low, but like you're you know and as I said you earlier, your career has gone in waves. Like if it's you're in a lull, your bank account's low, and you're getting these, like, weird offers. That I don't feel like I've ever seen you take a deal like that, you know? So No, I haven't. Yeah. I've done, like, done some some, uh, some clothing things okay. for people, like some repost stuff. Uh, what else? I, do? I did this thing, like, sparkling ice a few years ago. Oh, okay. I just had to post. It was just, a like, a photo of me sitting next to a, a bottle and a two-story post, and that was... That was uh, that was cool. They paid okay. me money. Cool. And I did, and about two months ago, this app, some challenge app. I did like a foot plant thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And 
they pay money. So Energy so. bar, something like that. So he's got some cool yeah, gigs. So, gigs right, so maybe, chill, yeah, maybe, you maybe you're just doing it right, so it doesn't like, it right, stand yeah. out, or you know. And like, he posts a badass clip like almost every day. That's true. So it's yeah. like even if he had to post a mattress, it would just disappear the next day because you'd be like, oh, there's a half cab whip across the street. What's don't remember the mattress thing anymore. It seems like you have this like. You find a spot and then you just fucking destroy it. Like one clip and then it's like, oh, here comes the onslaught of like, you know, like that wall ride I'm always thinking of is like, wall ride one foot table, wall ride, you know, like wall ride bar, one, I don't, wall ride one foot X. And then, you know, like I, I think the that, rock. Yeah, the rock, yeah. you know, like, so is how many, how many clips do you get in a single day? Like, is it all one day or do you actually like go like, oh, I'm going back or you, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, fuck. Uh, that, you know sometimes i'll i'll go to a spot and i'll blow it out the same day mm-hmm. or i'll just film one clip and i'll go back the next day yeah. because i'm like you know what enough wall rides for today or this week and i'll go back to it the following so i end up doing it okay. or i'll film maybe two things in different places throughout the day sometimes i'll get three if i get if i get well, there, two there's or three, a little bit of a strategy then huh mm-hmm. yeah that's cool that's yeah content rollout yeah or well, sometimes i'll do two in a day just, I, I, I know what works on there. And the people who I feel like now, like the tech, like the super tech ledge riding, which I think is cool, is, is not me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really work for my style of riding. But I feel like kids are at least from on, on my platform, they want to see me do what I do. Yeah, they want to see yeah. me like go high in the air, jump over something, or grind something big, or. Show them the fucking muscles that yeah. no one else. Well, yeah, that's the thing is that, that you have you, such a good background of like racing no and riding trails and park, and that you have all those tricks that are like you know, like the manual yeah. Superman is mm-hmm. obviously like thinking of that, and it's like you, people don't even see you do a Superman. Just they don't manual. even know. They didn't even know you could do it, and then you're like, it's like the combination freaks everyone out. Like manualing up that ledge is crazy, and then to pop off that high is crazy, and then a Superman. Yeah. It's like where did? Yeah, but that, it, that was funny because I hadn't done a Superman. I was like seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But I knew the, the muscle memory. It, yeah. That, yeah. How do we Woo, get? Cat. How do you get on World Star, dude? Oh I feel like you should have been on there by now. Up with that. I think I need to do that while dribbling a basketball. No, but do they post like random ass BMX clips? Like the the Russian dude, uh, the the twins. Oh, Max it, or Igor. Yeah, like they yeah. got on there a couple of times, and I'm like, how does this? Do I mean, pay for that though. No, they don't because it doesn't say like sponsor. The right I mean, person just got to see it. Yeah, I guess. Get lucky, I, guess. I just think it's. I just you know, clip is dope no shot it's just like mm-hmm. it's just a cool fucking bmx clip like yeah. where i feel like your type of writing like transcends you know an, a, a wider audience than than that dude mm-hmm. uh, you know doing a rail ride you know like but no again no shots. hit him up and rue is here hit him up hit up world I don't, uh, should i yeah I have to, I, <laughs> you want him on there. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got going on you came back out here last time Everyone who was saying you don't make video parts anymore, you shut them the hell up and made a sick video part in like <laughs> like a week, it seemed like, during COVID when nobody else was doing anything. It was just like, all right, workhorse is working still, like in the middle of it. You were filming crazy Instagram clips and making that edit, like mm-hmm. all in the same how, trip. How do you like, choose? Because I know that, it's got to be yeah. hard for Justin sometimes, like where he's like, <laughs> he's like, I would film that. Why? Why can't I? Why can't I film it? Why can't I just film it and then afterwards I'll just give you a clip for Instagram? True, that's gotta drive you. That type of thing. That's gotta make you like, what? What do I film? What do I not film? (laughs) Because I knew I'd have to wait for the clip. He got a little off. All right. (laughs) Because I knew I I wanted to post a certain time throughout the day, and I knew the traffic it would pick up. 
So like if Justin filmed it. Oh, you're on that level. Well, I was. Yeah. I had like I feel like I had to like be methodical about the whole thing. Yeah. So if if he was filming, like, hey, you film this for the phone. I need this right now. But if he if, I, if he was filming with a camera, I knew I'd have to wait till we go back to the house from to upload it, then send it to me. So I might be like five six hours. That's how it was. Instant gratification. Hey, focus though. He knew how. It no, worked. yeah, he was, he was coming up through, coming back up again for the fifteenth time in his career, and he knew how to do it. And that real camera was slowing his ass down. Shoot, <laughs> but what? then, but then the it's like, But seriously though, you're filming dope clips, and the edit came out not too long after, and it was like, mm-hmm. wow, he was filming Instagram clips and made this whole edit. And that was in like ten days, I think. Ten days, yeah. and almost every day, probably every day, if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. you had an Instagram clip, and then an edit that pop the fuck off mm-hmm. like in the middle of no one filming fresh edits at the time everyone was kind of finishing up edits or whatever but yeah. you just made a whole video in the middle of coronavirus people weren't riding at all people well, he was like, people were here but people austin i think was a little yeah. more locked up austin was super locked down yeah and i would go out riding i'm looking around like man it was a real ghost town and i was like every day there wasn't there wasn't a day i didn't go out during the whole like from the beginning of uh covid or whatever I was, I was like, I don't. Some people say, like, "Oh, this is the worst year ever." And I know this year has been tough for, for people. You know, some have lost loved ones. Uh, this year has been really interesting. Yeah, it's been a good year to be a street rider, because mm-hmm. it is the, the bus factor is. I mean, I think we said this like every podcast. Oh, all but time bu- low. Yeah, the bus yeah. Ca- the bus factor is literally an all time low. And then now when you interact with cops, it's like. They're like, hey, how you doing? Like, they're really, really nice for some reason. And right people, now. like we've said before on yeah. the podcast, like you roll up to a spot and they're like, yeah, ride my rail in front of my house. We haven't got to leave the house in forever. We've been yeah. like, need some the entertainment. kids, kids want to yeah, come exactly. watch, you know? Entertain like, me for yep. fucking 10 minutes, please. Yeah, I agree with you, though. Yeah. This, I mean, how would you say this year has been for you? Would you, are you pessimistic about it? Are you stoked on it? Are you right in the middle? I'm stoked. I'd say this year has been great. This, is one of, this has been one of the best years of my life. Agreed. That's awesome oh, yeah. to hear. And yeah, like That's you said, awesome. it sucks for the people who've lost loved ones and the, the sad shit that goes on with losing jobs and everything. But if you had a good year, then and you, got you had a good year. Two Nora Cup nominations? Mm-hmm. So, When's the last time you had a Nora Cup nomination? Ooh, I think... Uh, let me see. I think 2007, 2008. Because I had a, a nominee yeah. for... You motherfucker, it's been over a decade and you yeah. are shining hard uh-huh. again. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. You've been that. shining hard, but now two no- Nora Cup nominations. I had a nominee for... It was for a video part of the year for Shook. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, then, wow. Then... 2007, uh, that was... That's yeah, then Street that, must have been the, that must have been the first year that we did video part then. If my memory serves me correct. Probably. I didn't... I, w- I was Because we did video part before video... The little this is a little known fact. We we did video part before video like introduced like in you know Nork up like video part of the year, mm-hmm. and we didn't do video of the year because it was the same year that Drop the Hammer came out, and we didn't want to like people to talk shit on us that we did video and then Drop the Hammer wins. So it was like so then we didn't do video that year. We were like, oh, we need to do this for the riders, Next like, year, yeah. and then we'll You're do a video. good man, so, Yeah, but, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so obviously never won an R Cup. Nope, never been nominee. Uh, yeah, been, yeah, only nominees. Maybe maybe try one out, Brad. When do we get the year though? Try, try it out. Try what out? Grab that one. You want me to walk over there and grab that? Yeah, what grab is that one? 
Nah. Try it out. Hold it. <laughs> See what it feels like. What are you doing? What's happening here? <laughs> so we'll see. I think Fudger's just teasing Brad, making him feel a Norcup, getting him excited in case like. he might win or not. Who's this? Who's is this? Is it heavy? What's that say? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my god. Look at this. Dude. Yes. I, had, I had to put some stuff in it to make you think that it wasn't like on display. Damn. So Congrats, Brad. Thank you. Reader's Choice, Rider of the Year. Like, I was like, I don't need to tell Dennis. I don't need to tell Dennis. I was like, oh, shit, yes. Congrats, sir. Dude, Thank you. no way. Oh, yeah. Glad we can make that happen I for was you. literally, I kind of got onto it a few, like, 30 seconds in, but I was like, when are you going to announce everything? <laughs> Damn, Reader's Choice. What's oh, the, yeah, dude. Sorry. Is it just, the gold I, in there? I legit, I, all, I do have a blank Nora cup up there all the time. Does, and, this, and this stuff was in there. So I was like, oh, I'll just put this stuff back that's in That's why there. in the so beginning I, I, I swapped like, it out. You're being so weird. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, Fudger would never do something this weird. You want to get in my cup? Come here. Come Damn, Brad. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Dude. Hey, long time coming. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like your third career round and you just want a Nora cup. Holy shit. I mean, best year ever. I figured I figured we would uh we you know couldn't get any better than that so I'm sorry, happy sorry, I'm... sorry England couldn't happen but man that makes me want to I'm got tears of happiness coming out <laughs> <laughs> it's um, amazing Brad dude. I mean hell yeah dude I mean coming from like being like I'm gonna give it this six months and then and then fucking and if it doesn't <laughs> work then then fucking but I was close man um, oh when I say God. six months that's like I'm going to give you five. I'm going to go hard for five. And the the sixth month was going to be me, I mean, really swinging. Yeah. And I didn't, luckily I didn't have to do that. I mean, I'll, I'll save that for when I actually want to do another video part. Yeah. But I really thought about just kind of stepping away and just, you know, going off and doing something else. Well, but, I mean, hopefully you're fucking here for a long ass time, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, man, How, I mean, you said you're 34 now, yeah. you re- reinvented yourself once again, and you feel better than you ever have. You say you're not all around riding the exact same as you have, but as a street rider, and that's what you're yeah. professional oh, yeah. at, you know, I feel good riding everything. It's just, I'm riding street 90% of yeah. the time. Yeah. I go that's ride, what happens when I you, you start you the trails the other day. Yeah. And if um, you went to the trails twice a week, you'd probably mm-hmm. be back to, or the skate park twice a week, whatever. Oh, last time I was with my friend, my friend Brandon, my best friend, he lives in Maryland, and we're talking, and during the whole thing, he's sitting there, and he's incredibly quick-witted, he always has something to say, but this time around, he didn't have a whole lot to say, the very first time, because I had the same, like, the same thing happened uh, right before I got sponsored by Hoffman, this was right after Shook. And I was with your buddy. He was not as quick witted anymore. What, what no, no, was, no. What you mean the same thing that happened? Oh, we were talking because I thought about stepping away. I was oh, like, okay. I'm gonna go get a job and just work because like, I don't know about this BMX stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time it happened. He said, "Man, I don't know if I were you. Like you've been riding for during that time, I think I had like twelve years, um, twelve to fifteen years of riding." And he said, "You've been riding for a long time. If I were you, I would stick to it. Yeah. Stick with it. Like, you put in that much hard work, you might as well do it." Then, uh, like six months ago, we're in the same boat again. I'm like, I don't know, man. He goes, well, 
what are you going to do? And he said, man, look, you can work as hard as you can for 10 years, but if you don't see it through to the 11th, you'll never know. That's fucking true. Mm-hmm. So, That's 100% true. That's insane. So you've already had those. I mean, I guess that happens with anyone, especially a career that's been almost 20 years long, being a full-on professional bike rider. Like, you're going to have those thoughts. Am I going to keep doing it? And it's crazy. And then you, after that, those thoughts, it all came back pretty hardcore after that, right? Like, after the you, the first times you thought you were going to kind of think about whatever else you could do and just be the weekend warrior. Mm-hmm. And there was another full swing, another revamp. So kids, don't quit. Exactly. Things that you love. Like, I just wanted to see, like, what would happen if I don't give up? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, but you can't be a professional bike rider forever. But if you're, if you still have the fire in you, mm-hmm. then like, then then fucking fight for it. Of course, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, I like to see Brad look at it. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, to me, since you guys started this award, this is the most amazing award to win because it means you know the the, the other Nor Cups are amazing because it's voted on by the yeah the the dudes in the industry, the pros, the people in the industry. But this one is voted. By the outside, yeah, yeah, the the kids, yeah. the, the, the readers, the writers, you know, gro- kids, you know our like, peers, you know, also our peers. I mean, you said you voted for readers' choice I, I'm as a well, reader, you yes. know, like so. It, it's definitely this is like you see it in the Instagram comments for all the mm-hmm. Narcup stuff on Brad, YouTube, Brad, on Instagram. Brad, 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 Brad. The fans so, got you. Yeah, so Sick. it's like I didn't tell anybody a, to vote. I didn't say hey, which yeah, is the, exactly yeah. how you no, should we don't. Yeah, we don't. And it's another amazing thing too because normally it goes to like um. Like Tyler Fernangles got it, Chad got yeah, it when Chad he was blowing up. Gareth Boyd, I think Boyd he, got it last. Boyd year. got it when yeah. he is in his mm-hmm. first big year of yeah. turning pro. But I think aside from you and Garrett, you guys are the only like stapled pros who have had long yeah. careers that have won it. So that's like really special because normally they get like the readers pick a a new kid, yeah. and you're you, this, this, you are a new kid. It's Brad three point It's Brad three point <laughs> but you ain't a new boy. You've been yeah. in the sport forever. This is this is special to me. Oh yeah, this man. is a special one for me. Uh, you deserve it. So thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad it worked out. Like, that was obviously, cool. yeah. So, <laughs> did very, you know Justin? Yeah. Oh yeah, Justin, man, I know. Like, I had to. <laughs> both didn't know. I had to keep quiet with him, yeah. man. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think I kind of got the clue when I looked at you, and you seemed like you knew what was going on. You're just yeah. cheesing over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's winning the award. Hell oh yeah. man. I don't know where to go from there. I mean, is that? Do we? We end it. How's everything? Is there any? Uh, what are you guys doing right now? I have my secret GoPro set up too. Oh on wow! Both sides. So that's Sick. why I was like on the phone, like, all right, turn on the fucking GoPro. <laughs> Brad's got a signature pair of bars coming out. Oh for yes, fit. yeah. So cool. that's what he's in town. Probably going to shoot a little promo for that. Um, going to Denver on Monday for a wow. week or so. Cool. Gonna drive out, ride stuff along the way. So road trip. Yeah. Whole fit team or as many guys as you can. Uh, get yeah, together? a good bunch of them. Not the whole team, but. Uh, Cool. Well, solid crew. What What's it like? Um, you know, Brad is is really good at, at traveling. Obviously, like, how is he on a trip? Is he is it the best one? Yeah. To travel with, I don't know. No headaches. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because these um, situations that might be a little bit uncomfortable are just so yeah. not even close to uncomfortable after you've done yeah. all these a, a, ten, a ten hour a ten hour car ride compared to a twenty hour uh, train ride in Indonesia <laughs> is probably pretty yeah. chill. Yeah. I think the worst the worst thing I've ever done was be on a on a train in Russia for like fourteen hours or oh something. God. It was Sounds so cool. on a sleeper train. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, it sucked. So it was the saddest I've ever seen Kevin Peraza. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. That's, that does say a lot. But <laughs> you, I looked at him and I was like, oh my god, this does suck. Uh, I've, never, <laughs> I've never even seen him sad. Yeah, so. that was it You're was like, real. This is breaking Kevin's joy. It must yeah. be that bad. Yeah, smiles only like half. You're yeah. like, uh oh, he's not fully. <laughs> <Yeah. happy." laughs> So, 
Um, yeah, is there, is there is there plans with Fit? I mean, you said you had a couple other things going on, so I, I assume you can't say anything. Yet, no, I but. can't. I, I wish I would love to yeah. see you, but uh, soon though. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm I'm unbelievably hyped that we can we can uh, surprise you with that, and you deserve it. And uh, I think it just it means the world to me to give that to you. You know, I've known you for you know 16 years or something, 17 years, whatever. You know, Binghamton keeping me up all night snoring when you're 15 to, to give you that <laughs> is, is super cool for me. So thank congrats. You, man. I'm, I'm lost for words. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you. Shout out to anyone who's got Brad's back too, because you've been through a lot. And like, I, I think a lot of times companies just hearing reasons why not to sponsor you, you know, which is bullshit, but just, just the gossip and saying, Oh, he's not reliable. He's in this country all the time. But these companies that did, you know, with, with the help of Tom and then fit picking you, picking you up and, really letting you shine even harder and then that gives other companies opportunities to see like oh wow like you know he's repping well with fit like so that just gets the ball rolling so shout out to anyone who's had your back in the brad 3.0 career <laughs> yeah thank you um yeah i appreciate all the love anybody who is you know left a positive comment even people who left negative comments yeah. appreciate all you know motivators too yeah exactly i mean i don't take criticism from anybody you know if you're not on my panel then i'm not <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, who's on your panel brett dan uh who's brett and dan you know, just, you know just like you oh, know okay. like my closest friends oh, okay you're like, you know i'm just yeah. i'm sure the same for you you're like okay cool yeah i mean not everybody who might try to critique what you're doing is a, an actual hater there are you can't do nothing about the ones that are really hating yeah but you can either it's constructive criticism either take it and learn something from it change or you can look at it as a personal attack and fade away. So, I mean, it's your choice. And when I was, you know, it was, I remember you were talking to Dakota and you asked him if what I had done on Instagram over the past six months, if I had backed myself into a, into a corner. Mm. And I said, well, the corner that I backed myself into now is much better than the hole I had to climb out of. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. if I just, if I have to, Ride hard. I like riding hard. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah not that like, it's that not level, like, that level you set for yourself. But like, it, I mean, it. It's to, your level. Anyways. That's your level. You know, mm-hmm. like that's your that's your shit. You're fucking. Yeah, you've maximized like, your own potential. Yeah. 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 So. And oh. by doing that, you're just going to keep getting better and better by pushing yourself every day to get a clip that you're satisfied with because you just want your shit to look good too. It's not like you're going to start one downing yourself. You're just going to keep climbing the ladder. I'm gonna start one downing myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I'm going back to just doing. Just normal stuff. Yeah, I'm still looking for that normal wall. Right, that wall right. That, that makes a lot of sense yeah. with all your focus and everything. Just start <laughs> one down yourself, but that's something way, way, way better than that. Oh, I do. I'll, I'll show you. Hell yeah. What'd you post today? Did you post something today yet? Nah, nothing today. About are to go are get, you going about to? to go get one? We're right going. We're, we're going to go ride downtown with uh, Demarcus, Darren, and all yeah. those guys. He's going to get something. Yeah. It's going to be sick. You coming out or what? Brad spots. Uh, my foot's been a little messed up. Brad's I haven't rode in two weeks. <laughs> to be two honest, two weeks. No, it, two weeks. The ramp, uh, Dennis's ramp is not in downtown. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually going to mop the ramps and start riding again. That was the plan today. If you want to come out to those this evening after you get your banger oh, downtown, fucking roast the tail. You oh, love right. the ramps, dude. I know we talked about. Ah uh, oh, man, you, that's probably me night riding, right? Mm, evening, no. evening. Oh, yeah. we don't, I don't have lights. I want to get LASIK soon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Once it gets a little dark, you're done. LASIK, hook me up. <laughs> LASIK, LASIK. Spon- sponsored the podcast <laughs> for Brad. You got some old nightclubs in Chuck. 
That was a long time ago. His eyes were good. That was no, they weren't. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm usually like forgot about that. I'm usually like my depth perception is usually two or three feet off. Wow. It's just intuitive. You've just been riding for so long. Yeah. Like I use all my senses and like. Smells like a rail. <laughs> looks like you know, got that the right. strawberry wax that I put yeah. on it. Yeah, <laughs> smell the rail to get on it. Right? That's the cucumber mint wax on the rail. Like, yeah, got it. Too funny. But yeah, the ramps are an option if you want to come to them. Are you gonna go back up to to Long Beach, back up Santa, Santa Ana after this? Yeah. Yeah, go we'll come. Up. I think we'll come back through before we head out. Are you here for a bit? Until mm. Monday. Oh, you guys are gonna go up to Colorado too. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. It's stuff we can talk about after the podcast. We're making there, plans to yeah. hang out yeah. while we're being recorded. Okay. I think that's... Thank you. Thank you for being you. Brad, congratulations, Thanks man. Thanks for having yeah. me. This is an amazing thing to see you win the Nora Cup right here. There's oh, no yeah. big party, but that was that, yeah. was that huh? Yeah. That's Brad that winning that. the Nora Cup. I got, Holy I got shit. seven more to give away. You haven't secretly <laughs> given any other ones out? No. That was the first wow. one. Yeah, first, first one of the one. year. Reader's Choice. Congratulations, Brad. Thank you so much for speaking a little bit on the podcast it's really nice to have you always good to hang out with you it's been a long time justin thanks, thanks for, for making Thank thanks for, for making in. awesome videos <laughs> and chiming in and, dry, and, and, and bringing them down so making it happen justin's the one that made this happen so i hit justin <laughs> up first like cool. I, well at first i hit him up of course see if he'd be down and then and then justin or, orchestrated it for us Sweet. so Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for making it happen. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Unclicked podcast. Peace and love. Shred with your friends. Brad Sims, you're the man. Thank you. Reader's choice, baby. 2020? Yes. Yes, sir. Boom. Hell yeah, dude.